haven't been to a Waffle House in a couple of years, so that's pretty cool. And Caroline was wonderful. I want to write a song about the the mouse. That was beautiful. Um, you know, seriously, I, I'm gonna write a thing about that. Like that's just that was touching. Um, so gonna play. Yep. Just tell me when to stop. Um, okay. Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, again, <clears throat> I just. Uh, I'm not so afraid of death, but I'm. Uh, it's coming here a little, maybe a little quicker than I wanted it to. <laughs> I wanted to. Uh, I thought I was gonna get ten more years out of this shit, but I don't know. Fuck it. Anyway, um, speaking of death, here's a song about my wife. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, I love my wife very much, and uh, we're attached to the hip now, so we don't get away from each other too much. I feel. Uh, I feel bad for people that are completely alone and can't really, you know, uh, human contact is uh, crucial. So anyway, uh, this is a wrote from my wife. And uh, thank you for letting me be here. She rode in on a unicorn. Man, that horn was sharp. Poke me in my chest. Damn, there goes my heart. Damn, there goes my heart. Blood dripped down on my belly. I stumbled off towards the light. She was God's gift to me. I'd waited for all my life. I'd waited for all my life. And love comes out of nowhere. Just when you least expect. She was the wild kingdom. And my whole life was a mess. and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of mutinyradio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to all sports. All right, Final. everybody. We have Latoya, the Sheriff of Truth, on the line. Hello. Hey, hey, it's, it's the last show of 2020. I got all kinds of problems. Uh, Hello. Hey, hey, sorry, I have all kinds of problems. I was uh, ending that show. They, that other, the, the choose poetry, choose life went really long, and I was trying to juggle out things and my phones being used and blah blah blah. Hey, how you doing? I, I'm, I'm just happy that this year is ending. <laughs> yeah, so. I'm super frustrated because I'm trying to apply for this California grant that just opened today for small businesses. And because everyone in the world is trying to do it, it's like impossible. There's tons of bugs in the system and it's so frustrating to try to fill something out online that 
ostensibly should be easy. It's you fill out the thing, you press submit, and then nothing happens. And I got this email. I mean, it's it's crazy. It's like, if you weren't ready to have it roll out, why did you do it? Like, why? Oh my god. Why set? Why tell us that? Why not just change the date? Why not fix it before you let it loose to the people? Like, yeah, this thing is open from December 30th until January 8th. And the bugs in the system for the first round, yeah. And the bugs in the system are insane. So, I mean, I'm not even kidding you. I've been filling out basic information for two hours. And it's like, it's it's crazy. It's like... It's like, how crazy do you want to make me to get this $5,000? Like, how how, how insane? Hard. Anyway. They want you to lose your patience. That's yeah. the whole thing about it. They want you to give up. Yeah, and the yeah, fact yeah. is, people are so desperate that, no, it, we're not going to give up that easy. And, you know, another thing. This is what happens when you don't put money into parts of your state, local, and federal government. The fact that our things online here are so prehistoric, <laughs> so like Windows 95. Right. Seriously. I know. Well, here's the other thing. Remember unemployment? I had to call yes. unemployment 54 times one day. And that's when they told me to call them. I talked to them the day before and they were like, yeah, call back tomorrow. And they, they, it just hangs up on you. It just hangs up on you. Because yeah. there was so – the system couldn't handle – the situation no. and I just don't understand no. I just had a COVID test again yesterday I my, my results are again negative which is great if anybody wants to get free testing it's in front of in the in San Francisco that's on the street it's in front of Glide on Ellis between Jones and Taylor from 10 to 4 on on Tuesdays and Wednesdays and, and I waited in line free testing in, uh, Embarcadero okay. as well yeah so go get tested, everybody, because, you know, we really do need to know. But it's I'm I'm negative. I'm still negative, which is great. Not that I'm like confused. I mean, I've been I've been I believe I've been safe. I believe, you know, but it's one of those good things where like if I'm negative, that means that anybody that's been in mutiny radio is negative, too, because. Well, let's not let's not go there. Everyone. Well, that's not not. The, I'm just saying yeah. we've been using precautions. So, like, I have my own mic cover. Everyone's been using their own mic covers. So, but if if some of the practice, maybe if my practices weren't safe enough, then I would know now. Do you know? Because I've been tested twice and I've been negative. So right, but I don't like to. It, it's almost like I don't like to put that and say that because you never know. Even if you come into contact, like mm. for example, I go to the store. Yeah. So though I've been tested several times, I'm, I don't want to jinx myself by saying that everyone that I'm around is uh, positive because right. I'm sure somebody around that either, you know, could be positive, could be negative. So don't roll the dice like that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, it's not like I'm going to be maskless running through the streets being like, I'm clean. I ain't got a Rona. But I mean, because obviously that's, What's probably kept me safe is the use of my mask and the use of my own microphone everywhere and the use of microphone condoms and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Not sharing cigarettes like I used to, not sharing spliffs, not sharing bongs. I mean, basically, I just think of it as like 
I've got rampant herpes on my face. And that's how safe I try to keep everyone else. You know what I mean? Like when I, back in the day before the Rona, if I was smoking bowls with a friend, you know, and we were, sure, well, we'd sure share the same pipe, no problem. But if I have the herp on my lip, I always say, hey, no, I'm cool. I don't want to share. And people will be like, what? Oh, and I said, I've got a little herp. And they're like, gosh, that's so nice that you're so honest. And I'm like, I'm not going to fucking share a pipe with you and give you cold sores like come on bro like i same thing same thing with the rona now it's like well and when i walk in the in the tl people have been asking me for shorts on my cigarettes and i'm like dude it's corona time like what i mean i know we're you know and i guess they're like web shooting up Ooh, my poison's dirty but like I would still say no. I'm like, I'm not going to contribute to this. I'm like, no. Oh, no. I don't. I tell I tell them no. when they go, can I have shorts, man? I'm like, it's Corona times. No. Why would you? <laughs> and I'll give them a fresh one. Like, if I if I have enough cigarettes on me, I'll just give them a freshie and be like, here, here's a tailor-made. Stop sharing cigarettes with people. But they're probably like, well, you know, we share needles anyway, so who fucking cares? I saw a guy the other day, and it was so funny. It was yesterday walking down the street. I was walking down Leavenworth because I've been looking for my friend Zach Wiseman. And this guy had a needle tucked behind his ear like a pencil. And I just thought that was so indicative of what's happening right now. He's just sitting on the street with a needle behind his ear like a pencil, you know, getting stuff ready to shoot up on the street. And I'm just like, what is going on? What? It... That's really gross. Well, that's, that's 600 and, 631 deaths. Uh, this is, these are the of last week stats 631 deaths of um opiate overdoses but only 176 deaths from corona in san francisco as of last well, week well just be happy we're not in socal because socal is the worst place in the country well and right what now. are they doing are they spitting in each other's mouths is there like huge you know orgies with like i don't understand I, I i understand what it is and but this is what it is you have so many people including celebrities and what have you, that keep having these parties and holiday parties, and they still go out to some place in the hills or what have you. So I think more of Hollywood and L.A. So they're like, you know, and a lot of young people are like, well, we're still going to go, we're still going to kick it. And so, you know, we're young, we're not going to get it. Then we move on down to the Orange County, Redondo Beach, where the supreme crazies are, where they, they actually recently in Redondo Beach, went into a grocery store, like a group of people with no masks on to protest uh, masks. Like, Assholes. We're still doing this. I, I, don't under, <laughs> I don't understand. Why would the, what, what's, what's the point behind that? What, why, would, why would anybody protest masks? Like, it's just so entitled and fu- I don't like to wear masks because it makes my face look a little sweaty and it doesn't work with my makeup, okay? I just had... I just paid for all of this Restylane in my um, cheeks right here. And I really need everyone to see how beautiful I am. And the mask makes me sweat and it's giving me like a pimple, okay? Fuck these people. Seriously, what could their... Why would... You just hate safety? Like even, no, you know, that's it's, the thing. It's, it's, entitled, it's entitlement, uh, white privilege... Uh, the fact that they think it's not going to happen to me okay. on top of the fact that their dear cult leader told them it's a hoax back in the beginning. They're still running with it. Uh, they think that it only affects black and brown communities. I got news for you. 
surprise, it doesn't. We just had a, a, I don't know if you heard the story recently about this congressman who just won uh, a seat in Congress in Louisiana, 41 years old, anti-masker, Republican, died a couple of days ago from COVID. He was one of those people um, uh, that worked in his local government saying that, you know, we should reopen the, con- uh, the economy, Idiots. blah, blah, blah. He's an anti-masker. And now his, his family, he was so selfish, and, and, you know, this is family values. Uh, he was so selfish, he ended up catching COVID because of his stupidity and so selfish that he didn't even think about his family oh. and the effects that would happen with this. But here's the thing. San Francisco was pretty open, and we were being safe. We were being safe enough. I don't have it. Only 176 people have died, so a lot of us don't have it. I don't necessarily agree with, like, I wish we could open the economy a little bit more because we were doing fine in San Francisco. We were doing it safely. People weren't getting infected at a higher rate. Everything was working out for us. And so it kind of sucks to, like, but that's the thing is we can we have to eventually open up. We can't just stop our life. We can't stop living. We can't stop working. Oh, we can't, yes, we, we can. have to, we have to, but someone's, we've got to, someone has to be essential. And if no, we're, I, but, but there's, there's a way okay. to do it safely. That's the thing is we can't be, anti, we're, we might have to wear masks forever and okay, we're going to have to get used to it. But I, See, that's where I, I don't think we should have opened up. I think we should have stayed closed in the beginning and said, hey, this is the time period. Close it down. Everybody be safe. Great. And now, that's and I don't the, mean for us. To make. But that's I don't, I don't mean for us now to be like, open up all the buildings. Everybody get inside and spit in each other's mouths. No, 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 no. Like it's, we still have to have high stringency for whatever this new clean normal is. But but I got to say, it's, we're, and when we might not be there yet, but we got to figure out. But we were. That's the thing is San Francisco was there. There are more I deaths, but were, there's I, more I, deaths I, from opiate overdoses than from COVID in San Francisco County. Three times as many. And we're not shutting down the fucking city and going, we have 8,500 questionably housed people and this can't stand. No. A hundred. I'm just saying, we, the worldwide or United States-wide, California-wide, even L.A., people are stupid and they fucked it up. But we were doing fine. And for us to have to to suffer, but for us to have to suffer because those people are stupid sucks. It fucking sucks. But you have to realize, as a whole state, you have people that travel back and forth. And I personally, SF, most people don't live in SF. Everyone either travels in or out you know, uh, not for work anymore, but people come through to the city. Like, we have, we're the, you can't just think of San Francisco. You have to think of the whole Bay region and yeah. certain parts of the Bay region that do have high numbers of COVID that do. Tra- people do, unfortunately, people travel to see their families out in uh, areas in the Bay Area besides San Francisco proper, and then no telling what they're bringing back. That's so my thing is this. Things should have been... My, you can you can start the economy by people staying home. You know how? Give people money. Give these small businesses and, money. And I wish that we could, but I keep pressing submit on this thing, and I'm telling you, they want me to quit. They want me to I not know. apply for this five grand. And here's the other thing. Five grand, 
that's going to basically pay for a month, almost two months of rent on this place. Maybe. Not enough. Almost. It's not enough. It really isn't. And it's great. No. I mean, I'm not going to say don't give me $5,000 because I fucking need it. This is the other thing. Mutiny Radio, by how? How? How did I do it? How did I keep it alive this year during COVID? I have no idea. But the, the kindness of pe- people giving me money when I'm begging them and working so hard. Like, it's been crazy. It is so hard. And I just feel like the world wants me to fail. I feel like this is a large-scale governmental conspiracy to stop all artists, to stop all small business owners from having any autonomy of their own lives. I don't know what they want me to do with my life. If I don't run this place, do you just want to waste my intellect and ability and put me in an Amazon warehouse? Is that the future? Are you trying to say that my thought and my ability, that that the Constitution, that what we believe in is no longer real, that I cannot pursue life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That is what they are saying. They are taking it away from all the small business owners. I am freaking out. How many small businesses have closed? How many people? How am I supposed to live my life? I can't. Here's something else else that, you know, even with our – California politics now I'm talking about. I read recently, if you know, uh, so our governor, who I'm very salty with, because uh, how dare you close the state down, but not give anyone money. Right. But um, so what he did, so you've heard of the restaurant uh, French Laundry, correct? Yeah, 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 yeah. Thomas okay. Keller, it's a great place. Why did he get, why did the state, give him, them $2 million worth of PPP. What? Now, so here's the story. So French Laundry is owned by uh, one, of, uh, one of the friends and donors of Gavin Newsom. Mm. And he owns the vineyard and what have you in Napa and also French Laundry. So as a friendly business friend, he, Gavin, Gavin Newsom, decides to give him, you know, $2 million. This is the same restaurant that our uh, mayor, London Breed, and our governor, Gavin Newsom, were caught uh, in a couple of weeks ago right. having a very high-priced fair to dinner. Yeah. 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 Um, it's, it's so fancy at French Laundry. Uh, I went to, per se, the sister restaurant in New York years ago, in like 2002. And in 2002, the 14-course prefix with paired wines was $714 a person. And that was in 2002. So you can only imagine that now, this is 18 years later, how much they were spending on dinner. I'm sure it was probably $1,500 a person. $1,500 a person, but how about this? I can't even get $5,000 fucking dollars to keep this goddamn place alive if you're in the fucking French laundry eating a meal that is $1,500 and you're representing us? You cunts. Mm -hmm. You, Gavin Newsom, I said I used to buy a used car sales from you, but no, how about this? Give me anything. Can I, but it's not give me. I've been working all year. I have been working my goddamn fucking ass off and you're sitting in French laundry eating a $1,500 meal? Fuck you! 
I am Let so pissed because this is my life and they don't fucking care. It's all been a sham, a ruse. Everything that we thought that we believed in as Americans, as United States citizens, is nothing. They hate us. They what? Do they just want me to die? Do they want me to kill myself? Do they want me to overdose? I think that's not what they want. Into a race, not to turn this into a race issue, but we try to tell a lot of y'all people that this country don't really give a damn. <laughs> you know, for and that American dream thing has always been a facade. It it's, ain't been oh, real. It's true. I'm, so the veil has been lifted. I I see the truth and. Uh, and it's ugly. It's ugly. And and uh, and you it's six hundred dollars. What are you gonna do with your six hundred dollars? You know what that's gonna to pay? Me off. <laughs> that's gonna pay <laughs> half uh, half of my personal rent. It doesn't even cover a month of rent. I think it's an insult. I think it's totally an insult to everyone. Six hundred dollars. Like what decade is this? Six hundred dollars. Back in 2000, can't even pay rent. I just $600 back in 1990 could barely do anything. What the hell is $600 going to do, huh? I just don't. I just don't know what they want or expect. How am I? I mean, the the fact that I've kept the place alive this year. Like I deserve a fucking medal. I don't. I get to keep the place, but it's going into. 2021. The question is, we're supposed to lift restrictions again and open up the lockdown on January 4th. Is that truly going to happen? Do we get to open no back telling. up again or is it not going to happen? Is it time? Is it safe? If if San, can just San Francisco open? Does it have to be all of California? Like anyways, I I mean, I just don't know how I don't know how I'm supposed to keep I don't know understand how to keep a livelihood together I don't understand how small businesses are supposed to make any money I don't understand how without I mean what am I supposed to I mean thank God for food stamps but anyway it's and I know that my situation isn't even as bad as a lot of other people's um so I have it actually pretty good compared to a lot of people because I see them as I'm walking down the, I mean, how much heroin, <sighs> I, I, it's, it's really, it, the, the TL's always been disturbing, but right now it just feels so much more desperate, and I, I maybe it's because I feel more desperate, I don't know, I don't know. What else is going on? Everyone's desperate. How, how are you doing, Everyone's Sheriff desperate. of Truth? What are, what's going on with you? How's your year in review or um, what are your, you know, what are your hopes for 2021? Uh, less death. <laughs> um, hopefully to start something new, such as like a career. And uh, yeah, well, because uh, you were because you're then, a bartender. Uh, you were. You've always yeah. been in the service industry, and the service industry has just been decimated. Will it, I mean, do you? Yeah. When it comes back, so, and, will you go back to what I you were doing before? Will you try to go back? Or? I might. I might go just do like beer stuff and what have you, because I really don't think the hospitality industry will come back until 
maybe 2023 because you have to think of the economy and all these places and small businesses going back to the small businesses thing you know there when i was downtown walking around i saw so many places closed oh yeah and you know i don't think that industry is going to come back healthy anytime soon um so i'm probably going to try to become like a beer rep because one thing is for sure People definitely drink when they're depressed. I learned Hell this from yeah. 2008. I learned this through the crash of, of 08 that people do drink when they're depressed. The money is shitty, but people will get drunk to drink their 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 pain away. So, and yeah, I think absolutely. that's an, also another scary factor too. You know, drug addiction. From what I read about this year, you were talking about all the heroin overdoses. Um, drug addiction and overdoses have went up. So those people, and it's not even just people in the tits or TL that you're talking about. It's also people that live in these nice big ass homes or the suburbs that are overdosing because heroin is no longer a street drug. It has now made its way into, well, to me, in my opinion, I think it's always been in the suburbs. And, and in the wealthy areas, but now you just have more people uh, with pills like such as uh, such as Percocet and Oxycontin, and you're and fentanyl, the well, serious drug to me. That's the thing too is like uh, at least when you're dealing with the pills, you know where they come from pharmaceutical wise. But then I wonder how do they get to the street? I, there was a guy the other day selling Zanny bars on the street. And that's, you know, benzodiazepines. Who's got the prescription yeah. and who is selling? People Who's, get them. You know? I mean, they're, my old manager where I worked at, he would buy pills, buy downers like like off Larkin. So they're, and, huh. and, and I'm sure they're, and their customers too are not just the people on the corner on the street. Their customers come in from like the marina and Noe Valley, you know? <laughs> So, and they get high in their like three million dollar homes, and so I think that's another reason why you're seeing people dropping like flies because you are having people, and I'm not just talking about here in the city; I'm just talking about nationwide. You have so many people now who are depressed, which is I understand, obviously, but they've either lost their jobs, they lost their home, they lost their family, they, you know, they've never been. They've never had a struggle before, so this is all new to them. And so some people are just saying, fuck it, you know. So that's why you're seeing a high, high rate of overdoses. And that's what happens, like, at times when people, you know, when the economy goes down, you know, back in the 30s, or yeah, the 1929 crash, people were committing suicide, suicides are up. You know, history is repeating itself yeah. over. I just don't understand why a certain group of people and our government didn't prepare for this. Like, it's so, you know, the, the, I, I, I'm not even frustrated with our government because I, we know, you know, for about some of us who have been on the opposite side of the American dream, we already knew it was a lie. <laughs> but the fact that now you have people you, you can't even get $2,000, you know. Yeah. You have all these businesses closing. Well, and I, my business didn't make enough money for me to get one of those PPP forgiveness loans, so I didn't even get some of the, quote-unquote, free money that other businesses that no got because 
my business didn't make enough because I'm so frugal and I run this artist thing on such a budget that I don't, I, they wouldn't, they wouldn't PPP me also because it's a sole proprietorship. And I'm like, so my payroll and like, it's based off payroll. And I'm like, okay, so my payroll is, uh, for it's 12,000 for me and 2000 for my other people. So 14,000. And they were like, oh, that's just, that's not enough. We, and so I, I, they said they'd give me one. I, I could the way I could apply is because it's this certain percentage. So then I was going to get one thousand four hundred dollars from this PPP thing. But then they were like, "Up, oh, sorry, we're not going to do it because you don't make enough money." And I'm like, "So I'm too poor to get the money that I need to keep the business." It's like I, I just, it's so everything is so counterintuitive to how well, who deserves money. So you're just giving you billions of dollars with- to. I just feel like small business, and I'm still pressing this button. It keeps saying something went wrong. They really, they, I feel like the system is set up just to frustrate and confuse us. It doesn't have to be this hard. Oh, I know. I, I You know, it's the same thing when you were doing uh, the unemployment, the same thing. You know, they want you to be so frustrated. And I don't get the psychology of that. Like, why are you making things harder to put money into the economy. Right. You know, but that's the, I mean, the whole point of it, I mean. I can't, and I haven't been buying anything. The only thing I've been buying, I've been buying more cigarettes than usual. But basically, cigarettes and alcohol, that's the only thing I can spend money on. That's the only, I can't buy new shoes. I can't buy, not that I buy clothes. I I can't buy anything, you know? Like I was, I, I need, I need a new pair of kitchen scissors and I can't, you know, go to Sir Latov and spend 50 bucks on a new pair of kitchen shears for the next time I, you know, debone oh, a bird. By the way, that one, that one's gone. Sir Latov is gone? gone? In the mall, it's gone. Oh, I didn't even know that the mall still existed. There's a mall? Oh, yeah. Here's, <laughs> oh, West, West, West. Uh, oh, Westfield's West, still open? I just, I yeah. haven't, yeah, I haven't shopped at all. You know what's funny, too? It's, it's, I didn't really get that many, I didn't get, my parents sent me a check and I had, Two different friends gave me Christmas gifts. I mean, Jonathan gave me weed. But that was it. Like, I didn't really have, I didn't really get anything for Christmas this year. This was the. Money is good. Nobody was spending money. Money is always good. But the thing is, like, you know, you were talking about Sarah Top. Um, That place is gone. And, like, even that place couldn't even survive this. Yeah. And that says a lot. And that's that's not even a small business. I mean, it's not, it's a franchise. Yeah. But, you know, the thing is, what I'm trying to say is, even with that pair of scissors that you want to buy, it's putting money into the economy. You know, any, the thing is, that smart economics is giving people money and letting them pay their bills and whatever they have left over. People, Americans like to spend. We love capitalism. So there's no doubt that someone's going to go buy something on Amazon. Someone's going to buy something from Walgreens. Even the small businesses and coffee shops that are open, hopefully. Um, they can put money into that. When you give people money that we pay for from our taxes, because it is our money, uh, it, it builds. We we won't be in such of a dire, a dire strait of where we're at right now with our economy. Like it's going to get worse. Yeah, I'm, I'm 20, nervous about 2021, that. 2021. I I can't imagine it getting worse because it's already. It's been so difficult this year. It's been so difficult, and I can't. It's like, how could it get worse? I mean, 
I had to even pay for part of my father's funeral because he didn't have life insurance. Ladies and gentlemen, make sure you get life insurance. Whenever you have an extra few bucks, get life insurance. It's worth it. But I had to come up with $1,200 to help pay for my father's funeral. Wow. And so, you know, and that was with my either my savings. I took half out of, I have my savings, but I took the money out of there to help pay along with my unemployment. Wow. And by the way, I'm still paying bills and student loans. Thank God student loans have been frozen. Oh, good. That $100 that I spend once a month on my paying my loans back really helps to save. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> but Well, but, the, um, the only thing that saved Mutiny Radio was unemployment. That's that's yeah. what, if, if I wouldn't have gotten the $600 a week in a lump sum, Mutiny Radio would have died. There's no... There, I, there was no. I needed nine grand, and that's exactly what I got. And if I wouldn't have gotten that money, there would be no mutiny radio. So thank God for unemployment. But how about this? Yeah. There ain't no more of that. Do you know? Like, right. There, and <laughs> I need. I didn't. And they wouldn't give me that three hundred bucks a week. That really would have helped because I learned that you, as a small business owner, you can't pay yourself wages. Therefore, I can't get unemployment because I didn't pay into the system. So there's just no protection for small business owners, basically, is what I and it's what I sort of knew from the beginning, which is why I didn't apply for the unemployment because like, oh, my job is so small, whatever. But I, I didn't really believe in that six hundred dollars. And then I was like, oh, my God, it's real. So there's just thank God that I got it. But that's the thing. What happens next year? Because. I'm not okay, going to so get some badass at. lump sum of $9,000 ever again. And But that's the other okay, thing. So it's only $9,000. If $9,000 is life-changing for me, imagine what it is for all kinds of people. And then you've got all these huge corporations and people that are making billions of dollars and all this money. Mm-hmm. Jeff Bezos, how much do you need? You know what I need? Mm-hmm. I need nine grand. You probably spent that on lunch, you cunty rich fucks. Exactly. That lunch, the lunch that they had at French Laundry was more than the money that would keep me alive for another fucking year. Fuck. You know that $2 million of PPP that they got could have been spread out to like a lot of these small businesses in the local sense, or even in Napa. I'll even just say in Napa. Yeah, especially Napa. with the fact that those places, I mean, I've been to wine country since COVID, and a lot of places got destroyed by the fires that happened in September, August and September. Oh, God, the fires. On top of being... On, on top of COVID. So even that $2 million could have went to those small businesses and wineries in that local region would have helped rather than just giving a lump sum because, hey, you're my buddy, you know? you. And by the way, the guy is already rich. So uh, so you give this two, $2 million, no talent if that goes to the restaurant, by the way, you know? Because there's been a lot of scamming with the PPP so, or the PPE. But Here's what's going on with the the and let's not call it stimulus anymore. Let's call it survival package because that's what it is. Six hundred dollars um, survival package. Yeah. <laughs> well, so so this is what's going on. So right now, as we speak, uh, the Senate, some of the Senate Democrats, and I believe some of the Senate Republicans, like Mark Rubio, believe it or not, uh, are they're right now in Congress or um, in the Senate basically trying to get the $2,000 that for the package. And then what Mitch McConnell did was after yesterday, he didn't veto it, but he basically said to the Democrats, he added, he added some 
poisonous stuff to the 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 two thousand dollars. In other words, he put it uh he put um some more corporations on there to get money, of course, because he sucks corporations jack. Uh, he also put in oh I I forgot what the name of it is, but it's basically to with um for a lot of these social media web uh companies to be accountable for like, you know, false information or flagging people, something like that, because Trump didn't like it. So he's putting, it's called a poisonous bill. Yeah, they call That's it actually pork the, barreling, I believe, when they take one bill or one, ooh. you know, idea and then they pack all this other stuff into it so that maybe people, so that they won't okay it. So it'll be thank like, everyone gets $2,000 except class. all these other things happen yes. too. So then when they vote on it, they go, oh, geez, we can't let all those other things happen. That's and then exactly no one gets their 2000 bucks. That's exactly what Mitch McConnell's doing right now. Pork barreling. And so now Pork we have. Barreling. So we have. But here's here. He might be shooting himself in the foot because. So you know Trump wants. He's the one now. All of a sudden, who he wants to get back at Mitch McConnell. Uh, so what he's doing with the two thousand dollars? He now he wants uh, people to have two thousand dollars. Mitch, of course, doesn't want anyone to get a goddamn dime. And so why? now you have the Democrat. What, is he, is he screwed? Why doesn't because he want he, people to have money? Bitch. Even the devil made even you even the devil made a deal. Mitch McConnell doesn't make deals. Mm. He's worse than the devil. Like he does not want. He didn't even want to give us six hundred dollars. That's how evil this man is. And hey, Kentucky, you should really look into a uh, fraud, uh, election fraud in that county of where Mitch McConnell withholds, seriously. Because if he had a 13% approval uh, rating in, in, with his constituents in Kentucky, something smells rotten in Denmark to me. I'm just, I'm just saying. But, but yeah. Mitch McConnell, basically, he does not want anyone to get any money other than his billionaire corporation friends that fund his campaign. So with this going on with Trump, so now you have the Democrats and progressives and Bernie Sanders, and I forgot the Republican senator. Bernie Sanders and the Republican senator are working together, and they say they were filibustered. And Bernie Sanders said, nobody will go home until we get this bill passed. Yeah, good. So he we've is got, we've... He, he's on it. He's a, And I've been watching. This is the first time I've watched, like, Senate stuff in a while because you know it gets really boring i prefer watching parliament stuff because they yell at each other other. it's great (laughs) yeah exactly but as we speak right now they are in the senate fighting for the two thousand dollars and trump and don't forget we have the runoff in georgia and what mcconnell is doing he could be shooting himself in the foot Meaning that those seats might go to John Ossoff and uh, Ralph Warnock, the Democrats, because most most of those crazy ass Trump supporters uh, in Georgia think that if they vote, it'll be a hoax. Huh. And then uh, Purdue and Loeffner are not popular. And then on top of that, Trump is Trump is basically using his power. This is what I one thing I've got to say about the devil. I'm, I'm going to agree with him on this. He's using leverage against Mitch McConnell. And basically, Mitch McConnell could lose no matter what. 
So it's looking like hopefully the Democrats will take the Senate because now that they would be do, they have to give us a check. That would they be amazing because then some then Biden could actually get some stuff done uh, and anything. I and, mean, I'm I'm so excited to have somebody different making choices for us uh, politically and for being our figurehead or whatever. I I mean, I just, I want to know, I want to know how they're going to help me because right now I'm still pressing, I keep getting something went wrong error. This is probably the 75th time that I've copy pasted yes into this box, waited and pressed continue. And they keep saying, they say, well, if you submit, you you only can submit once, so you have to submit. And so I'm like, so I just have to what? keep pressing this button. And is it not? I mean, I just, it's, I don't, I don't know how. I don't know how the government bullshit. expects me. I, am I just? A, do they want me just to give? But not just give up on this, trying to get this five thousand dollars with this fucking website right now. But do they just want me to give up and close the door? Do they? Yes. But that's what they do. But then what do I do? I mean, honestly, I haven't but held you, a job. But you're not going to give up. I haven't held a job job, like a corporate job, since 2007. Like, I, can't, I would love to work in a kitchen, but there's not enough service for industry right now to employ all the chefs. It's, what am I supposed Just to do? Money. Am I supposed to Just turn to money. prostitution? Like, is that, is that what they want me to do? Because I actually don't know how to make money. Am I supposed to go back to being a wife? Do I have to put on a silk suit and walk around in the financial district that doesn't exist? Do I have to suck dick to live? Is that what I have to do? Government, actually, what else am I supposed to do? How else am I supposed actually, to fucking feed myself? And I just had to prove that I was poor again to the, uh, you know, to get my food stamps for next year. Like, wh- what am I supposed to do? I, Actually, I, I really, I want, are... I need help. I want them to tell me at this point what to do. Do I have to go find a man to take care of me? Is feminism truly dead that uh, as a small woman owned business that has no ability to make money during COVID that hasn't gotten an, an enough help or really any help? I mean, some cool foundations have helped me out and that unemployment thing happened, but what's going to happen this next year? Like, I, I really, I, I would, I, and I know that this is not a frustration that I am bearing the brunt of alone. There are millions, I have to say millions, thousands, it hundreds of thousands of people no, who no, are in the exact same boat as me. It's millions. You're hitting poverty. You're hitting the fact that people uh, who have never been in poverty before have hit poverty levels yeah. during this time. So, no, it's millions. You're millions, sweetheart. You were right the first time. You were right. (laughs) I guess I was thinking, like, anyone, anyone with a small business. Here's the other thing. People, someone, um, I just got my COVID test, and um, I was talking to Jonathan about it, and he said, "Can can you, like, post your COVID test and try to get some nanny jobs back? There are no nannies because everyone's at home with their home. children. <laughs> like, th- my job doesn't, the thing that I'm best at doesn't exist. Like, I, 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 so, oh, it doesn't matter if I'm clean or not because nobody needs a nanny. 
Nobody needs childcare. And nobody needs a nanny, a, a babysitter, because there's nowhere to go out. Like, there's, you can't. It's just, I, I, I just, I don't know. I just don't know what I'm supposed to do. And, well, I, and I know that what I did. so many people feel the same way as I do, and I just want answers. I, and you know what? I actually just want someone to stand up and say, hey, it's all going to be okay. When does someone stand up and say, don't freak out. It's going to be okay. Don't worry. We got you. I like, I, 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 I like the fact that you say that because that doesn't ever happen. But that's, I feel like Obama did that for us. I feel like if Obama, Obama was the president right now, he would too. be standing on a podium somewhere going, everyone, I know you're freaking out. I know the world seems like it's ending. I know that you have no income, but this is America, and we're going to take care of you. Like, he would... Can I... Let me say something. Um... It wouldn't have happened under Obama's watch because you remember we had H1N1 and that got killed quick. And and uh, I don't think swine flu was under him. I think that was under the Bush administration. But even with swine flu, that got killed really quickly too because even those Republicans even knew better to like, oh my God, this might affect the, the economy. We're greedy bastards. Oh, let's shut this shit down. <laughs> they even knew back in the two early 2000s that hey we like money let's 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 kill this let's kill this disease now because we like our big bucks and we like these poor people working like slaves so uh let's keep them working and kill this disease and make sure it doesn't spread so (laughs) it's a cult what we're living in we're living in the era of jim jones but trump topped that because uh because at this point Trump has a higher body count. We're it's at it's a I pretty think, big uh, it's it's a pretty big body count on COVID, but uh, I, you I know did, did you school. did you hear did you know did you know Frosty Nugs did you know J, uh, Jamie Phillips Frosty Nugs he was a yeah comedian. yeah he died he over at my house yeah he died what? oh I'm sorry to be the bearer oh of bad God. news on Christmas Eve and and um. No. Of appendicitis and not of COVID, of appendicitis. And it's one of those things where, like, we we don't know all the details yet. And I heard a rumor that he tried to go to the hospital in the afternoon and they sent him away. And then he ended up dying that night. His appendix burst and he went septic. Oh, God. I know, I know. And he was younger than me. He stayed over at my house for a couple of days. Oh. Well, there's there's a comedian... um, Memorial. They're both in Oakland, though. Um, tomorrow at Jack London Square at five o'clock, and then there's one on Saturday at three o'clock in front of Oakland City Hall, and um, because it's it was totally sudden and completely unexpected, and it was appendicitis, not COVID. But it, what my point of bringing it up is, people are still dying of all kinds of other things, like breast cancer still exists, skin cancer is still around. COPD. They're getting turned away. Wait, what was that? That's that they're getting turned away from hospitals because hospitals are more focused on COVID. Right. That's what's going on with um, in LA too. There have been people turned away um, because they can't get a bed or it's it's so overcrowded in the hospitals. Like yeah. people who don't have COVID, people who have been having heart attacks or even mild symptoms of COVID 
for people who have pneumonia, you know, stuff that you have to go to the hospital and get treated. More people are dying from other diseases as well because they're not getting medical treatment because we and then do we attribute but money. do we attribute those deaths to covid or do we attribute those deaths to just what they are because no, no, i still i would attribute both. them to covid because if you died of a heart attack because it's there wasn't both. a bed and you couldn't get in that is it, that's, it's it's both it's everything it's all of that i had a one of my uh, favorite bosses i think i said this a couple of weeks ago she had stomach cancer, and they let her out of the hospital, and she got COVID, and she died. Oh, my God. Well, so, probably because she was immunocompromised because of her illness and being in the hospital, and then she got out. But that's the yes, other thing I if, wonder. If it, wasn't, if it wasn't for COVID, if we would have had this under a little bit of control early on, uh, and you got to think about this, our medical industry – and when I say industry, it's all about dollars and money. It's not about getting people healthy. You know, if they want to put so much time and effort into being greedy, yeah. we wouldn't have so many people die. This is yeah. cause and effect for decades of ignoring things. And now we are here where the chickens have come home to roost. <laughs> and look, and it's not, and by the way, I'm not even going to say just America. Even in the UK right now, you have the super strain of COVID. Right. They went back to they went back to lockdown. Um, there's the good thing is they're getting I believe they're two thousand a month still. Wow. Johnson has oh my not, God! See, if I was getting two thousand a month, everything would be fine. Like honestly, I'd be able to if I if I was getting two thousand a month, I would be able to continue running my business. Because I'm bringing in enough that I could, it would be fine. I'd be okay. They're, but they're not even giving us that. I mean, I, I, I just, I'm just, I, I just, I don't know what's fine. Let what's me, gonna happen. Let me, let me also tell you something that's going on uh, about uh, in Canada. So in Canada, so they were originally getting. 2000 a month as well, our, our, our neighbors. Wow. So, but then their, their format of the IRS made a whoops. And so now they're asking certain people and business owners to pay that money back what? because they made an, uh, new, wow. uh, it is the assistance plan. Like, so sorry, sorry. Okay, let me, Everything's a boot to change. Yeah. Sorry, we just need that two two thousand back. Uh, a, a boot, right? A boot now. So let me read very quickly to let's see. This is loan repayment options. The national loans uh, in Canada. This is what they say on the uh, on their website. Due to COVID coronavirus outbreak. The changes in this program, this came out in November, by the way, of this year. The, the, there are changes to this program. Uh, consult the changes to uh, Canada student loans. So they're trying even for students, it's even worse, uh, consult the Canada Economic Response Plan. So if you're having difficulty or unable to make your payment, you can apply to have the government of Canada to uh, provide provincial or territorial government to help you by paying towards your loan through these plans. 
the repayment assistance plan, the repayment assistance plan of borrowers with a permanent disability. So depending on your income, you may not be required to make the payments exceed your income by 20% or any payment at all. Basically, because they fucked up. Now, this is even worse than what we're going through. They were getting money, okay? Right. But since they fucked up, the people have to pay it back. That is some bullshit. Wow. Wow. That is, uh, yeah, that would that, be is like that is intense. Back. That is so intense, actually. <laughs> they have to pay it back. That's so All crazy. Yeah, wow. these people have been on the assistance like the whole like the whole country like they shut down small businesses and student loans. People, how how are they supposed to pay it back when you fucked up? Yeah, they fucked up, not the people. And and from I was listening to a lot of the I like to listen to is it the CB Can, uh, Canadian broadcast uh, channel CBC. They were talking, they were interviewing people, and there's this woman with a small business, and she has, you know, she said the wording on when you get the assistance was all over the place. And even there was some, the problem that you're talking about getting online, there were glitches, and people, the thing is, they basically fucked up. And the, the glitches and everything, and the wording, and they, you know, it never said that it was wrong what they were doing as a person accepting the money. They did it. They did wrong. So I hope Canada burned some shit up because <laughs> if they were to do that to us, that's like saying to people with unemployment, which they are talking about, that we need to replay that back. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I would, I wouldn't know what to do. I, I mean, I, I mean, I'm not going to, I'm not going to commit suicide or anything because life is too important I'm and it's great and shit. every day is a gift. It's time to burn a city but home. like, I can understand how it's scary. I've had conversations about, I mean, people commit suicide because of financial mm-hmm. stuff all the time. Like, absolutely. And if you, I mean, if they asked us to pay back, I couldn't, I would, yeah, Canada, hey, I'm any, sorry. They don't have a job, yeah. they don't have any income. Yeah, I'm gonna. Uh, uh, How are you supposed to get this money back? Yeah, I, I mean, I guess they're supposed to suck dick. I don't know. It's, it's like the oldest profession is may, might have to come back into play here for the, all the Canadians. No, the oldest profession is to burn some shit and start over again. Yeah, well, <laughs> th- well, you know, revolution for things to change, it usually takes violence, and that's uh, that's upsetting to me and I, I don't want it to be that way I don't want to have some French Revolution shit I don't want to have some Russian Revolution shit I don't want to deal with a bunch of dead people in the streets I don't want to I don't like it I don't want it but uh but also <laughs> how are we supposed to live our lives like how are we supposed to make things change yeah how I, and I, I'm just a little person I, I don't have any money to help anything change so and I guess that's the way that you affect change in our government now is that it's – that's it. You have to have the money. You have to be a corporation. You have to – you know, it, rugged individualism no longer exists, I guess, even though that used yeah. to be something that we used to pride ourselves on as, as Americans. Like it was all about the homesteader. Right. It was all about 
being a subsistence farmer. It was all about, you know, taking the land from the Native Americans and, uh, and making it, quote unquote, productive through farming. But we, we're, we're not rugged individuals anymore. They, I don't know what they want us to be. They want us to be sheeple behind a screen that just swipe left and swipe right and buy things from Jeff Peasant. Bezos. Peasant. Let them eat cake. I let them eat cake. I know. I love cake. I like pie better, though, to be honest. I prefer pie, too. Um, so, yeah. So, I, with the second hour, I was going to... I was going to play some, uh, I I actually looked up, Facebook actually is pretty good about keeping all your information in one place, and so I looked up uh, Frosty Nugs and my feed, and I found all these old um, fantastic comedy clubhouses and and open mics and all these kinds of things from like 2015 where he was doing comedy here, so uh, in the second hour I was going to play some old frosty clips but what um i'm i feel terrible i feel like i just complained the whole day today what was there anything else that you wanted to bring to light no no i think this is great because we didn't complain this is our last show of 2020 yeah it is so we have to complain because that's all this year has been about i guess (laughs) i want to be positive i want to be a positive person it's hard I, here, I got something. I got something positive. We have our health. Yeah, I've ne- I haven't gotten a cold this entire year. I haven't had the sniffles. I haven't had the flu. I haven't thrown up. I haven't had a fever. That is unheard of for me. I've been healthier than I've ever been. I'm in great shape. I've been walking like five to seven miles a day. Um, that yeah. and we've learned how to survive during this time. That we will tell fellow little ones in the future that, you know, I'm, the I'm time only, of 2020. I'm only super bummed because this is the first New Year's Day that I haven't had to work, New Year's Eve or New Year's Day that I haven't had to work in over seven seven years. Because every every New Year's Day, pretty much since I've moved to San Francisco, I think there was maybe one that I didn't work. But I babysat for Breakfast of Champions. Breakfast of Champions is that um, daytime secret dance party. And every year I've babysat. So I I have never been able to party on New Year's because I've always had to be awake so early in the morning and be bright and shiny and bushy-tailed because I'm going to hang out for 8 to 10 hours with some children. And this is the first year I don't have to work. And last year... I worked New Year's Eve at Bender's, so like, um, I, you know, I cooked New Year's Eve and then I worked New Year's Day, and this is the first year that I have the opportunity to do something, but nothing's happening. Like, <laughs> so it's just, it's so funny because I'm like, whoa, I finally get a New Year's Eve, and it's like, there's no, there's no one to share it with. There's no thing. There, it's like me and my cat. It's like what I did for Christmas. I hung out all day. With my cats alone in the house. I didn't leave the house at all. I baked some bread. Well, here's something that I can say, and I will invite you to. And no one else is invited, though I wish I could invite you guys. So since you just got tested, I am having a fish taco barbecue New Year's Eve. Ooh. Which I'm going to go get some fish today, uh, you know, and then... Be happy and gay in the backyard. That's amazing. Um, I 
have Frosty's memorial from five to seven in oh, Oakland. You did say that. Yeah. Okay. Just because I, and, and the thing is, I'm going to go to both memorials because they're different circles of people. And, um, I'm really broken up about it. I got to be honest. I'm really, That's so sad. it is so sad. Did he have, was he staying out of place? What, what, what was it? Was he, did he have an, was he staying with someone? Was he staying with someone? No, he was at his own home. Yeah. He was, uh, he was in his own home and he, his appendix burst. So, yeah, I, it was uh, just tragic and sudden. And, um, yeah. Something he, that could have been avoided. Well, and that's the thing is I'm trying to find out all the details. I think for, what I've heard is that in the afternoon on Christmas Day, he went into the hospital. He got turned away. He went home. And then he was found dead on Christmas morning by his roommate when she came home. So they and they they haven't like solidified or pinpointed an exact time of death that I know about yet, and not that the, I mean everyone wants to know the details I'm sure, and I I definitely want to know the details. But also I'm just really sad. Like he was younger than me, and I mean you know he was stabbed in the heart on his birthday like five years ago. So I suppose he probably realized that every day is gravy after you've been stabbed in the heart. Uh, and survived, and he did. He he lived. He mm. fucking lived life. He was. He didn't. He didn't pull any punches on that. Very generous man with his money, his time, and his stage time. But yeah, I'm um, I'm pretty freaked I just out. Poured about a little it. bit of something for Frosty. Yeah, I'm pouring a little bit. There you go. I've been smoking bowls in his name all. The- I'm trying to. I want to uh, make him the patron saint of lost drugs. So whenever you can't find your drugs, you just got to start praying to Frosty, and he'll show you the way. He'll find he'll find that bag of weed for you, that little dab of wax <laughs> that you put somewhere that your cat stole. That's what happens, you know. The cat, the cat R. took it. R.I.P. to that brother. I know. R.I.P. Frosty Nugs. God, he was a good guy. He was an honest guy. He was a good guy. <sighs> he used to have a show here at Mutiny Radio called Soul Sausage, but it was before 2015, so. We don't have it's on these other servers. It's not on the um it's not on the internet as a whole right now. It's a four oh four. File not found, baby. That's Frosty's a four oh four now. Well, happy the happiest of New Year's. Have the best time with all of your people and being COVID safe and um and happy new year yeah. to you and I'll definitely see you in 2021. Hell yeah. Hopefully things are going to open up and we'll be okay again. Okay, I love you. Yeah. You're wonderful. Love you too. And um and have I'll... a beautiful end of the year. Yay. Lovely you the joy and love. of truth. Bye. Bye. Love you. Yay. All right, she's amazing. Um Here's a little bit of uh, Cope in the background until I work out this uh, Frosty stuff. I'm going to be playing some some, uh, some Frosty on the uh, off some old 2015 podcasts. Oh, my God.
This salad is going to go to someone else if they like Italian or ranch. <laughs> Wait, who's the salad going to? Salads. So this is an old ship of fools. I guess we had salad that night. It's from 2015. Supposedly Frosty's a Average radio you can't hurt and grab your reason which is You hit about the door when you hear the beat. That's right. Alright, let's hear it for the lovely Latoya. Um, very avant-garde of you. Let's <laughs> next up, we're gonna bring up another comic. We gotta keep these sets short because we got a lot of people to get through. Next up we got Zorba. Maybe, maybe he's after Zorba. Wow. Um, okay. Mullet. I know. I didn't on the street and try to sell it to you. The other day I'm walking on high and a homeless guy tried to sell me one shoe. So Frosty's up next. He said, take it one step at a time. What the fuck? That's so funny that Zorba's doing this joke. He still uses that joke six years ago. Okay, here we go. Frosty Nux. All right, let's hear it for Zorba working his selfie stick. All right, next up, we've got an amazing guy with a really amazing name. We got Frosty Nugs. It's kind of, it's kind of weird. No host. I just shook the air's hand. Yeah, mullet. I know. I didn't ask for this. This is what happens when you go to a Mexican lady in the mission to get a haircut. She turns you into a Mexican. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. A little long down back, right? What do they say? It's like uh, business in front, party in the back. <laughs> right? I'm glad to be in the Bay Area because I like temperate weather. I just went to Arizona and that was bullshit. <laughs> it was 115 degrees. Yeah. Fuck that shit white people <laughs> yeah you get it <laughs> no but uh the, my favorite part though is the trip back uh i don't know if you guys know this but when you're driving from any other state into california the first thing that happens is you come upon an inspection right and i didn't know i got my fucking bong out and shit i'm like oh fuck like i had to throw that in the trunk and uh, officer approaches the car and says, uh, gentlemen, you guys have any fruit in the car? I said, no, nah, I left him in San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently that wasn't what he wanted to hear. Uh, speaking of fruits, uh, Caitlyn Jenner making a lot of headlines, right? I love this chick, let me tell you why. She's getting a lot of publicity, like a lot of like lot of awards. Known as a hero, right? Which is bullshit. My heroes wear capes, right? Once that bitch can fly, I'll call her a hero. But I think like I don't know. She's really cashing in on this whole transformation. But uh, it ain't nothing to how much money she's about to make off her eBay auction. That's right. You ain't even ever had virgin pussy. Now's your chance. That's right. Uh, Caitlyn Jenner was actually recently in a, a fatal car accident. Did you guys hear about this? In Malibu, she actually killed someone. 
and injured a few others, uh, reassuring everyone that she actually is a woman. That's right. <laughs> driving. Apparently, you get your balls cut off, you lose your driving skills, too. <laughs> Ain't that some shit. I love you because you uh, have kept this show rolling with laughter. Seriously. I need to bring you to every show we ever do. You should get paid just to sit there and laugh. Ooh, spilling over here. So I think I heard a little horn. Um, I guess I'm good. That's all I really have today. Uh, you guys, uh, you guys are awesome. New flip, the old flip. All righty, that was Frosty Nugs. Next up, we've got. That was Frosty Nugs. Yeah, so we, um, I have a lot of podcasts with him on them. There's some more here, and I just, it's gonna be impossible to figure out where he is so i'm gonna be a terrible terrible host and i'm gonna i'm gonna scroll through so you can tell that's the beginning of fantastic comedy clubhouse addiction and stuff like that it's really fascinating to me um i like the show intervention Uh, have you guys seen it that's intervention i it's like it's hard to kind of tell those lies because then you got to like live that lie but i I lived that lie i was i'm married this was a westerland Changed your password recently? No, not changed my password. Okay. Uh, do you have a file that's too large to come through? Like, no, I uh, I don't I don't have a file that's too large to come through. I don't know who that is. To win Best Actor for playing Stephen. Oh, Martin. that's like, Clay, Clay Newman. Oh, yeah, Clay Newman. And I've on it. Yes. Oh, okay. That's more of a reaction than I was expecting, honestly. Um, that song was huge when I was in junior high. Yes, I'm that old. Oh, Stephen Massey. Um, I can remember people's voices. Line, there's two cops, two motorcycles. Double badness. And this uh, cop comes up to my window, and he leans down, and he's got coke snot dripping out of his nose. This. It's fucking highway patrolman. And he goes, oh, I noticed you weren't wearing your seatbelt. Oh, oh, this is Justin like, Gomes. You just roll down the side like a meat slinky. That's not fucking impressive. Non-lethal buildings. Non-lethal buildings do not fucking impress me, man. Like, like, like you take a factory, right? Factories are fucking cool. They produce like tens of thousands of units of whatever they're producing every day. You put nets around that factory. I'm bored. I don't give a fuck anymore. Don't care. People will be like, well, Zach, um, pyramids have lasted like 30,000 plus years. Like 30, I'm like, so, dude? They're made out of fucking rocks. Rocks last a long fucking time. That's like all they do is just hang around, man. Like, like when was the last time anyone in here saw a new rock? Anybody? You ever see a new fucking rock? I don't even think they make them anymore. They're like, oh, shit, we made too many of these fucking rocks. Let's just stop until we use these ones up, then we'll start producing more. They don't make them anymore. Also, I don't know if you know this, uh, pyramids built with slave labor. And there's like nothing you can do with slaves that impresses me. Like no matter the magnitude of your project, if you do it with slaves, it's fucking whatever. You just, you basically just made your little brother clean your room. That's not fucking, (laughs) not impressive. 
It was Jewish slave labor, too. And frankly, I've never been impressed by anything the Jews have done. Like, <laughs> not even 9-11. Don't even fucking... <sighs> you guys didn't think I was going to tie this back to Jews, did you? <laughs> Suckers. Okay. They did. They, they built it. Uh, some people will say, Zach, there's evidence that uh, there's a strong Egyptian working class that built the pyramids. And I say, bullshit. I know the Jews built the pyramids. You know I know the Jews built the pyramids? 100%. Uh, pyramids, uh, structurally, uh, same structure that's employed in a Ponzi scheme. <laughs> I love Zach Weiss. There is literally nothing more Jewish than a designing a building after a scam. It's the most Jewish thing you could do. The Jews built everything out there, man. They, they built a Sphinx, too. They're like, why do you think the nose fell off the thing? They're like, yeah, just model after Yosef's nose. They're like, that's way too much stone, dude. Just fucking do it. And then fucking wasn't going to hold up. Just bad math. <laughs> All right, guys, I've been Zach Wiseman. I'm leaving. Yay, Zach Wiseman, Zach Wiseman. Okay, hopefully Frosty's up soon. But that was Zach Wiseman, and it's always wonderful to hear him in that. Uh, funny story. Uh, Zach, growing up, was actually, uh, he started a, ch a children's camp uh, for learning focus and studying oh. skills uh, just so he could call it a concentration camp. That's hot. That's Spencer Devine. Zach, Zach's done. Uh, com coming up next is a coming up next is a generally amicable comedian who is generally attractive and generally noticeable. His material is general. Lee, fantastic! I love this dude. He's so great. He's a real nice guy. Real, real awesome. Uh, Ashton. Okay, we're gonna move like on. I don't even know what the word is to ask. That's Ashton Tate. Oh, for him. It's a nice. I don't do it. I don't do it. I just. I just. The, the thought. The thought. But. But. I don't know who that is. Cigarette breath and corn chips. <clears throat> uh, I feel the love in the air. Oh, I started seeing wow, a woman that's Ben Lupinetti. I'll, I'll, I'll leave you guys tonight with some pet facts. Pet facts. Uh, coming up next to the stage, uh, he's a rock and roll party dude. He'll do a kickflip off your mom's puss. And uh, fun fact, and fun fact, he's a doctor. Coming up next, it's Connor Marshall. Connor Marshall. When I was a kid, I had parents that liked to beat kids. Uh, it was, it was, oh. Not Frosty. Where is Frosty? Uh, now it's buffering. Why is he like that? Uh, why is he happening like that? That yeah. is I, Ethan uh, Albers. Ethan Albers. Guys, apparently that's where Alan Watts wants me to go via YouTube. Yeah. Uh, me and, uh, me and Holub. That was Ethan Albers. Let's see who's next. Come on, who's next? Jonas Alaska! Yeah, no, uh, during all those handwriting exercises in like third grade, I did not, I did not work my- John Alcabees. Uh, interesting story, I lost my virginity. Come on, where's Frosty in this? podcast this is my 
I love open mics. I always feel really well dressed compared to everybody else. Uh, no, I love you guys. Uh, That's Alyssa Westerland. Come on. Thank you guys for putting up with this. I really, I want to find some frosty things, you know? Um, there's going to be a memorial tomorrow at Jack London Square. Um, no, I had a, no, while we're on this theme, I had, I had a guy at my place the other day and, uh, you know, we Julie Ash. Comedy is ironically hilarious. Coming up to the stage, it's Josh Holland. Josh Holland, yay. Okay. We've got to have a frosty here. Come on. I like to hello. <laughs> uh, I like to a lot of one night stands lately. Nice. Hello, Josh Olive. Ladies, I hook up with my Netflix password. It's a really nice thing to do. Huh? No, E B U. <laughs> Is that person here? Uh, well, number seventeen. Anyone? Nope, David Klein, you're number 20. We're on 17. Coming up next say Ibu once. Ibu twice. All right, coming up next to the stage is not that guy. Coming up next to the stage is a man with a normal name. It looks like a solid name with lots of letters in it. Jordan. It's Jordan here. Jordan. Jordan Saramanera. And then I fell asleep in math class. No, different Jordan. Yep. Jordan Loing, I think. And... When I used to like play fight with my brother, every time I'd punch him, I'd yell douche. So just picture like a little. Up to the stage, number 19 in the ranking, weighing in at 300 pounds, 10 feet tall. It's Yuri, not gonna say his last name. I know, I know. Um. Well, David, he's the king of England. Well, I looked. Get about it. He's sexy. I looked for Frosty Nugs on this, and I couldn't Give find him. him. Super quick. On that whole uh, podcast, we yep, that's all much. together, and that was. <laughs> Which right? It's just it's like well, uh, so insulting. He's. Uh, okay, I'm gonna try this one. I'm gonna do the same thing. If you're still listening to Mutiny Radio, I apologize so hard, uh, but today. My boss asked me why. I didn't lie. I told him why I was late for work. I said, I was busy playing my favorite game called Do I Have Enough Time to Masturbate Before I Have to Leave for Work? <laughs> Woo! Fun, 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 fun. Ooh, Zach Wiseman. Having a blast already. Cool. You ever think that maybe, maybe somebody did go back in time and kill Hitler? Like they already like so they'll be like oh I go back in time because what if that already happened what if that what if that already happened a dude from the future uh, came back in time and he killed Hitler and he went back to his future and like upon the rubble of the fucking laboratory they build a time machine in they're just fucking like aliens tentacle raping like all of humanity he's like oh shit and he goes back in time and he gets there just in time to see his time machine blink out and he's standing over Hitler's corpse, right? And he's like, oh, fuck, dude. I gotta be Hitler now. <laughs> like and he hides the body, 
And like every day he gets up and he's just like, oh, Jesus Christ. I, uh, I, gotta, sa- I gotta save the planet. I gotta kill all these Jews. <laughs> I really like the idea of reluctant Hitler. Reluctant Hitler makes me so happy. I just every day, oh, fuck. Well, got got to put my game face on. You can do this, Hitler. This fucking mustache is dumb as shit. And then, like, finally, he's in the bunker uh, with Ava, and he's like, "I fucking, I've been waiting for this for so long, so long." Because he knows exactly what he has to do, right? He's actually, he's actually, uh, like, he's like, okay, don't, don't kill too many Jews, because I know the number we're trying to hit here. <laughs> so, like, don't go overboard, guys. <laughs> yeah, we're going to fight a three-sided war. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, <laughs> we're doing that. I know it sounds stupid, but... I have to do it. If I ever had a kid, I would fucking ruin that kid. And not just like the normal way that you expect I would ruin a child. Right? Like I would go out of my way to fucking ruin that kid. Like if, if, I, if I ever caught my kid masturbating, I would pretend like he was the first person to do, to do that ever. Just fucking ever in all of time. I walk in and be like, is your, is your penis itchy? What do you, what do you, is there lotion coming? Oh my God, we gotta go to the hospital. We have to go to the hospital right now. Get in the car, get in the car. And I, I just wouldn't stop, like ever. I'd go to the hospital, I'd fucking wait. I'd act very anxious for the two hours. And then I'd get to the doctor and I'd be like, Doc, uh, I walked in on my son. Uh, he was practicing shaking hands with his dick. Uh, he's like, he's 12 years old, he's trying to get into the job market, and he, he probably realizes that a good handshake goes a long way in getting a job. And so he's probably, I mean, I never practiced on my dick, but whatever, you know, teach their own. Uh, and he's pra- and then, and then, like, Gogurt started coming out of his penis, and like, show him, wh- show him what you're doing, show him what you're doing. Come on, show him, show him. <laughs> no, faster, fa- come on, man. Okay, look, I'll show you, I'll show you. So he's sitting there, and he's like, Holy fuck, Doc. Yo, Doc, you got to try this. You got to try this. And that would be the day my son invented masturbating. And that's got to be the weirdest fucking complex you could give a person. (laughs) I'm not... Well, everybody's racist, but I'm not especially racist. Uh, I am very prejudiced, though. And it's not skin color mostly. It's mostly how similarly you are dressed to the people next to you. Like the closer you are in like clothing type, the more I want to stay away from that group of people. Like a bunch of dudes in Ed Hardy shirts, fuck that, never. Leave me alone. Like any kind of uniform, I just want nothing to do with. Something broken. Like any time you get uh, too many people dressed the same, Bad shit happens. It's just how. Okay. I uh, think I do too much acid. (laughs) 
So I thought of this line, and I, I might be the most offensive line I've ever come up with. And I don't have a place for it, but I still want to fucking say it, all right? So the line is, the only Jews that didn't do 9-11 were the ones that died in the Holocaust. <laughs> Thank you. God, that feels good to say. What is it about that that feels so... I think when you craft something so perfectly to offend a group of people. Delicious. You guys know Frosty Nugs? He was, uh, he was telling me one time that it was way chiller to live in Oakland. I should go move to Oakland. And I was like, you're fucking stupid. I'm, I, didn't, I didn't become homeless to commute, idiot. I'm like, what am I, roll up my fucking sleeping bag and hop on the train every day, you stupid fuck? He's just an idiot. He's a fucking moron. He, uh, his favorite thing at Burger King was the Yumbo. Did anybody fucking try that? This is the most disgusting ham sandwich I've ever had. He loved it. That's it right there. Shit, on Frosty Nugs. That's our minute. Keep it going for Zach Wiseman shitting on Frosty Nugs. Yay! Yay. You guys are listening to a very special uh, Saturday Pamtastics uh, open mic. It's a crazy time. Uh, so many great comedians here having a great time. Yay! It's Saturday and none of us are booked at real shows. Yay! You could cheer for that too. That's okay. Uh, our next comedian is a very funny man. He used to have the show uh, late night on Friday. But he had a, got a real job, and uh, now he has a real job. <laughs> so please put your hands together for the very funny Greg Gettle. Yay! Not a real job. <laughs> Just that I'm so unimportant, they can put me anywhere on the schedule. <laughs> and now you have to come in, <laughs> because I make dough at a pizza place <laughs> and get high. Um, Give it up for Zach and everyone else, guys. Yeah. Man. I was, I was talking to uh, Zach, I asked him earlier today. His birthday was like a month ago, so I don't know when we can do this. But like, how do you think it would go if we got an audience o of only Jews <laughs> for Zach? <laughs> well, how would you think it would go? Do you think people would pay <laughs> like, <laughs> for that kind of experience? I wonder that. It's a, that's a birthday. I don't know. Whatever. It will happen first. And the whole fucking jerking off thing, I would feel like he, your kid didn't invent jerking off. He just made a doctor very uncomfortable. <laughs> like He's like, he's jerking off. But this is fucking weird. Is this like, am I going to get in trouble for this? Should I leave the room? Child molesting. Um. <laughs> okay, here's the thing. Would anyone grow up religious as a kid? Yeah, yeah, I didn't say, like, how you feel about it. Um, <laughs> uh, just, okay, round of applause. Who, who did that? Who had to? Yeah, we didn't. No? Cool. No? No? Well, fucking right. Oh, you're lucky. But the and, and in third grade, the reason why we stopped going, because in third grade, uh, one of the priests molested a kid at the church. And then, like, 
you know? And then we're like, my mom's like, we ain't doing that again, you know, never again. And I was like, okay, cool, you know? Because, like, but it sucks, though, because now I have to go about my life now being like, child molesting's not the worst. <laughs> it is, but, like, I got out of church because of it. <laughs> like, isn't that weird? Like, child molesting, like, what, that happened, like, what, like, two, three times? But, like, church is every Sunday, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, So, like, how can I be like, oh, yeah, there's just parks. There's at least one park that John was in. And I feel like there's not a lot of people that feel that way. So, but I, so every time everyone brings it up, I'm like, yeah, that's horrible. And I act like there's not at least one park. Oh, there's something else I want to do about that. Um, child molesting. <laughs> yeah, the thing is, like, I, like when I was molested, <laughs> surprise, uh, <laughs> I was by, I got molested by an older babysitter. I was like 12 and she was like 16 or something like that. And like, yeah, she like gave me a hand job. I fingered her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all it did to me, it just made me like get laid a lot sooner. Like in sixth grade, I was like fingering chicks and like I was getting high fives from all my friends. So like child molesting has been great in my life. Uh, <laughs> 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 I mean, I don't fall in love as easy, but like I, from what I hear, no one can. So like. I'm not going to put that on child molesting. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so my friends, my friends are having kids. Uh, <laughs> weird transition. Um, I think they're safe. And there's a pressure of doing that, you know, uh, having kids, especially the older you get, you know, fall in love, have kids. Um, and, like, like, my friend, he just called me up. He's like, oh, man, I just, I'm, I just met this, like, new girl, like, She's a keeper. And uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of these keeper girls, um, but, but they're the type that if, if you get them pregnant, <laughs> they'll keep it <laughs> and oh. <laughs> just ruin your fucking life. Uh, <laughs> it's a bummer. Yeah. They're out there, though. And, and next time you hear that, like, oh, she's a keeper, you're going to think of this joke and be like, yeah, she is. <laughs> Yeah, my, it's funny too. Like growing up, like they're like my kid, my parents were like, "Don't get anyone pregnant." And now they're like, "When are you gonna get somebody pregnant?" <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, I, I was like, "Do was doing what you said." Or I thought I was sticking to that. And uh, <laughs> no, it's weird. My, my uh, I just I just saw my parents there in Florida last week. It actually happened. So it's not like oh, last week was like two years ago. No, it happened like a week ago. I was in Florida, and uh, but yeah, my parents just moved to Florida, and, and like it's kind of a weird move. You know, because uh, they're, they're originally from Wisconsin, and they were like, "Why would you move to Wisconsin, or why would you move to Florida? Like, it's weird." And 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 then my brother brought up how Net, uh, Bill Nye's on Netflix, <laughs> and uh, you guys, did you guys know that? Uh, not, yeah, I've been watching it. Yeah, we tell my dad that, and my dad responds with it's a reaction to it. He's like, "Fuck Bill Nye. He's a global warming anti-God piece of shit." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, that's why you moved to Florida." Okay. Uh, <laughs> That makes sense. <laughs> yeah, you're like, eh, I'm killing it. Uh, <laughs> Father's, Day, Father's Day is tomorrow, right? Tomorrow, right? No, no, the 21st. 21st? Oh, shit. See, I'm, 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 a, I'm a good son. Are you, do you, uh, you guys getting your dad any gifts for uh, no? No? Well, that's fine. I, I, don't, I don't do it either, guys. It's chill out. You know what I mean? We're together. No. <laughs>
I ain't did him shit. And like everyone thinks that's like shitty, except like you find people. You know what I mean? But like <laughs> I go out there and they all give me shit. Like, why would you not get your dad a gift? It's his day. And it's like, uh, yeah, uh, I, I don't buy gifts for people that used to hit me. <laughs> that, that's, you're not listening. He <laughs> would use that. That'd be crazy. No, my dad did this shit. I don't know if you guys see this. I'm bald. What's up? Uh, it's, it's, I've been shaving for like four months. And uh, I was back home, and I'm, I'm kind of still insane. I'm adjusting to it. I'm okay. You know, I'm, I'm dealing with it. Um, and the funny thing is, like, they, bringing up kids, they always say, like, give your kid a better life than you had. You, you guys ever hear that shit? And, like, me doing comedy, like, that's, like I, the only way I can make his kid's life better is if I just give him hair. Like, <laughs> that's all I can really do. It's not going to be financial. That kid's going to be poor as fuck. And, uh, but at least he'll have hair. Yeah. I know. Oh, trust me, I've been studying. Yeah, <laughs> the mother's father. The mother's father's got hair. So like, I like Latinas. I've been going for them. They always seem to be have. They do. And like, and and then my mom's like, well, what if what if it's a woman? She'll be hairy. I'm like, okay, well then she won't get fucked. You know what I mean? Like, or <laughs> guys will stay away from a hairy girl, a beast. So that's fine. Um. <laughs> yeah. Where do we want to end this? I moved around a lot as a kid. We'll, get, we'll do that. Um, yeah, I, I remember in eighth grade, I moved from Wisconsin uh, to Iowa. And, um, and it, I don't know if you guys ever moved around, but like that first week at the new school, it's a lot of pressure. Uh, you got to make sure you got the fresh kicks. You got to look, for, you know, you got to look cool. And that's always a weird thing. I still go into life, like, if I don't know anyone, it's like, look cool, <laughs> which I don't even know what that fucking is. But like, I just, like, just, it just means I don't talk to people and I just like, look at them, because I'm just like, I don't know what to fucking say, I'm trying to look cool, and I want to hang out, but I don't know how to say that. So, uh, so th- th- I don't know, that first week's awkward, man, so you got to make sure you meet the right people, that, and that sets up the rest of the year. And I get to this new school, and the first kid I meet, his name is Landon Castle, and he opens up this fucking conversation with uh, NASCAR, <laughs> and I was like, okay, <laughs> you know what I mean, uh, what else we got? And the next person I met was named Jimmy, and Jimmy was a cool guy, we hit it off. And I, we actually, uh, he was the guy, first guy to let me uh, smoke weed. Good for him. And we were smoked hot, we smoked weed, and we were at his place. It was like my first sleepover, hanging out with him. And he was like, he told me that the prior summer, what he did was he took a firework, and he shot it into a house. And uh, he came back 30 minutes later, and the house burnt down, and three people died in the fire. <laughs> and then I realized... Uh, NASCAR's not that bad. <laughs> they clearly fucked up. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, and the craziest thing is about that is that now in current day, Landon Castle now races in NASCAR. Right? <laughs> yeah, can you imagine me now just sucking down Budweiser's and just fucking chewing and shit and living the dream? That could have been me. But no. And I, didn't, I haven't kept in touch with Jimmy over the years, but... Uh, Last I checked, he was still a murderer, so. <laughs> uh, my name is Greg Gettle. You guys have been awesome. Thank you so much. Keep it going for Greg Gettle. Yay, yay, and then yay. Uh, our next comedian I've never met before, and I'm really excited to see uh, what he has to do. I know it's a guy because his name is Jeff, and I know what his last name is because I wrote it down on my hand because I knew I wouldn't remember. 
Kazamjian. It's close enough. Am I close enough? Kazam. On this. That's a really lame. Much power. Like, I never had that much power before. It's weird. Fruits are okay. Fruits are good. I eat fruit all the time. Of our next comedian. He's going to be working off of cards, I think. He has no idea what he's going to be doing. He's going to be channeling the source, the power of the universe. The universe of comedy flows through this man. Please put your hands together for our next comedian. It's Paul Sanford. Discovery. You know, teamwork. Sweetly, sweetly, they're embracing. I like to be deeper into you. Oh, I get to see him every Monday, which makes me so happy because he shows up here every Monday from 6 to 8 for the joke workshop here on Mutiny Radio. It's a fun show. Uh, and I've seen him work out. I remember when he only had one joke, and it was about going to a concert. Uh, I think it was Eminem, some, it, uh, Vanilla Ice. He used to have one joke about Vanilla Ice. Now he's got like 30 jokes about all kinds of fucking shit. I didn't know, I didn't know how like intricate this dude was. He teaches like graffiti to children in some school somewhere. He's fucking down, yo. Uh, but also a very funny man. Please put your hands together. It's Tommy McGuire. We might have time until so I made some bad decisions. Scotch with his uh, birth mother. mother. Yeah, hey, I've been drinking tonight. Yeah! I am a mediocre host right now. That is exciting, exciting stuff. But um, your last comic just had a great set, Tommy McGuire. Yay! Our next comic is anything but mediocre. Take all the mediocre shit I just put into your brains and throw it out the window. You need to listen every Friday from noon to two to the weekly review with uh, Roman and Molly because it's an amazing show. It's where I get the majority of my news. Called protecting your. F- a lot of people are uncomfortable. I have to just wipe my ass randomly sometimes because <laughs> just. Uh, the ladies, titties, guys. I love breasts, but I can't trust them. I can't trust anything with a pair of breasts. I can't. Just big fat breasts, I can't do it. I can't even be friends with other fat guys. That's how big of a problem this is. <laughs> the fat guys have the nicest tits. Know what I'm saying? Know what I'm saying? Get your life. Uh, anyway, tits. Let's move it on. Speaking about tits. Uh, like I said, I'm from a small town called Antioch. Antioch, California, about four fi- 45 minutes away from here, a little suburb town. Um, a lot of horrible people come out of this town. It's like there's really nothing to do in this town, so people just get bored, and they're all a bunch of fucking idiots, assholes anyway. So to stay entertained in Antioch, we like to do something called cow tipping. Are you guys familiar with cow tipping? Cow tipping. So, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> so cow tipping in Antioch is a little bit different, though, because we don't own any cows. We do not own any cows. So cow tipping is just when you leave change for your waitress. <laughs> cow tipping. All right. Should have ended on something else. But all right, uh, that's my time. Thank you, everybody. My name is Hector Hernandez. Keep it going for Hector Hernandez from Antioch. You got to give him a second there. He's from Antioch. Just got to slow it down. It's cool. Uh, our next comedian, uh, I'm very excited that he's here. He has actually um, changed his whole look. He is trimmed up, and I am... He used to be a lumberjack of like epic proportions. Like when I mean lumberjack, I mean like he was a lumberjack. Now he's kind of like 
lumberjack. You're you're. <laughs> I, I please love up your next comedian so much. It's Blake Jones. Yeah. I just I don't I just wanted to share. He's got that fucking smeared mascara look. I like too. Like I, cause I'm never gonna be dumb fuck. <laughs> yeah. Dang, that was some funny shit. Uh, I'm gonna call my dick a gook snake. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna do. The best we have is like, uh, my dick tastes like menudo, you know? I don't know if you guys ever had that shit, but point to the part of the cow tripe comes from. You can't. You fucking can't. Uh, and uh, be an expert at something, you gotta. All right, you know. I'm Andy Garcia. Making molestation funny. That's Andy Garcia doing it all for us. Thank you so much. Cause I, I mean, I only the only time I could call it molestation was when I was 17 and he was 25 and I went to his house and then he stuck his hands down my pants and he's like, "Are you wearing a diaper?" And I was like, "No, I use period pads. Like I don't. I'm sorry, I don't use a tampon. Like I'm 17. I don't like putting things in my twat. I'm a virgin. What am I supposed to do?" Yeah, I would have been molested, but he was he was really put off by the period pad. I don't know what would happen now. Now I wear a baby bib blood diaper. I actually have these baby bibs that I've taken. I it, I federal crime is my favorite crime. And uh so I I stole some mail from some neighbors. It had been there for 2 weeks, right? It's it's fine. And I opened it up and it was all these baby bibs. And I'm like, "What the fuck am I going to do with that?" So it's really great because you fold them over and then stick them on their side, and the weird little thing that would 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 velcro behind their neck actually sort of velcros to your underwear. So I actually have like these baby bib blood diapers, and then I wash them because I don't want the paper industry to get any more money from my twat. All right? Can I say that? Yeah. Keep the paper industry away from my twat. I got it. It's called being on the rag for a reason. Our next. Let's just, everybody get back on the rag is what I'm saying. And let's save some fucking trees, all right, bitches? Can we all save some trees? You know who's smoking trees is our next comedian. <laughs> Please put your hands together. It's Frosty Nugs. Yay! I finally found it, yay. Yeah. Keep it going for Pam and Muni Radio. <laughs> and Jerry Garcia's illegitimate child, Andy. Right? His other father, the actor Andy. <laughs> right? No, I don't know. I don't know. You guys, I don't really get topical very often, but I want to get topical because you guys are just staring at me real hard. We're going to talk about something very serious right now. Caitlyn Jenner, people. Caitlyn Jenner. How you guys feel? You like it? Yeah, yeah. Fucking hero. Bullshit, she doesn't have a cape. All my heroes wear capes. That's my first fucking discrepancy. But second of all, like this, she is actually really like fucking raking it in off this. Like she's like getting like endorsements, right? Uh, a lot of like publicity, uh, TV show, I think. 
Uh, she's raking in a lot of dough, right? But that ain't shit compared to how much money she's about to make off that eBay auction. <laughs> That's right. Fellas, <laughs> if you've never had a virgin pussy, now is your chance. <laughs> Current bid is at $100,000. I wonder if that's a true thing, you know? Or maybe like a bunch of Muslims are like, holy shit, Caitlyn Jenner might be one of the 72. <laughs> <laughs> would you do it? Andrew Roberts would do it. Yes, he would. Uh, yeah. You guys, if you know me very well, I don't like jobs. <laughs> I don't have jobs. <laughs> I don't work. I don't work, I don't do, I mean, it's not that I don't like them, actually. I used to be a hard worker, but I stopped because, like, there's no point. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, right? It's funny, I've been trying to trim this fucker for weeks, and then every day, one or two people say, sweet beard, and I'm like, all right, I'll keep it another day. <laughs> I'm ashamed in you. You trimmed. <laughs> By the way, give it up for ZZ Top's Frank Beard. What I learned is he's the middle guy, the only one that doesn't have a beard. His name's Frank Beard. It was his birthday yesterday. Give it up for him. Happy birthday. ZZ Top. Yeah, LaGrange, baby. Uh, but anyway, get this. I got a new job. I got a job, right? Uh, it's an interesting job. Uh, uh, I'm considered an independent contractor. It's mostly off the books, right? Uh, a lot of times it can be really hard, like it really sucks, you know, but somehow, some way, I still love it, you know? Um, I do a lot of traveling for this job. It's pretty cool. I get to meet a lot of great people. I have a lot of repeat customers, and the best part is that they let me come anytime I want. Uh, it's a blowjob, people. That's right. I got a blowjob. <laughs> I got a blowjob. That's about the best job. Uh, I can do, I can do. Uh, let's see, let's get more topical. Where are my black people at? Yeah. See how many white people now identify as black people? That's right. <laughs> What's that curly haired lady's name? Laura, whatever, but, you know. You all know who I'm talking about, right? NAACP. Uh, Spokane, Washington leader, I think, or whatever. I don't know, that sounds weird, leader. <laughs> sounds more like a clan than the NAACP, but anyway, she ran the shit, right? But she's white. Like, it's all coming out that she's fucking white, all right? Now, Tommy McGuire, how do you feel? Because I know deep down you are a black man, just like Frosty Nugs, you know what I mean? It's really hard to like fucking like you know people walk around like man pull up your pants like, like they say crazy shit to you like uh, and then they also just expect you to be white like as if like we've had good lives you know what I mean you talked about <laughs> like they talk, you talked about your crackhead mom and shit I'm like you know what I mean like I don't even want to begin to talk about my fucking family but it's like you know it's like and then and then they give a shit for identifying as black people. I am the blackest man in this room. I can tell you that right fucking now. Right? I can do the Carlton. That's about it. Yeah. No, but seriously, I think something is funny, though. People, um, like, they do make a big deal about words a lot, too, right? Like the N-word. You don't say that shit, right? As a white man, you don't say that. Or any white person, you don't say the N-word. 
Uh, not because it's illegal or anything. <laughs> it's just that some illegal shit might happen to your ass. You say that to the wrong brother, am I right? <laughs> Woo! That ain't gonna be fun for you. <laughs> but I've said it before. I think I said it right here on this radio station, so somehow I'm fucked because it's permanent in podcast, right? But I made a good point. And the thing is, they're just words, and words... You know, what is that saying? Like, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. But people bitch a fucking lot about words. <laughs> Am I right? I mean, I often wonder, like, I wonder if Crayola has as much racial tension as humans do. You know what I mean? That box has got 64 colors. At this point, 128, I don't even fucking know. But there's a lot of fucking colors in that box, and they all get along great. You ever make art? That's what I'm saying. Give it up for that. <laughs> Speaking of black people, <laughs> did you guys know that our country spends about $3 billion a year on Israel and nothing on the city of Detroit? Oh. Is that fucking wrong? That's fucked up, right? We love to be the world police. We should really be taking care of our own, right? And I feel like, you know, the Middle East, not that it's a waste of time, because, I've, you know, everything deserves a chance, but, like, that shit never fucking ends over there, you know what I mean? But I feel like I have a way to solve a lot of problems all at once here, right? We're going to move Israel to Detroit. <laughs> uh-huh, that's right, people. We are going to solve that housing crisis, right? It'll be just like Brooklyn. Black Jews, they get along great. Doesn't fucking revive the economy. But most importantly, we're going to stop a never-ending, like, eight million year long war, right? That's what the uh, overall goal is here, people. Peace and love, peace and love. Um, and before I get off stage, real quick, uh, besides the N-word, we talked about that earlier, I have another problem word that keeps coming up. It's called lysergic diethylamide. It's uh, LSD for short. A lot of people have problems with that shit, and I just have to tell them it's really all about love, right? It's called love spread daily, LSD. Life Sausage Death, I've been frosting eggs. Check out soulsausage.com. Nugs and LSD. Fuck yeah. Hey, uh, if you guys aren't aware of our show that's happening this week on Tuesday, it's an improv show. It's an improv battle between three teams. One of the teams will be on acid, a.k.a. little pieces of paper. Uh, one team will be on weed, and one team will be on Valium. I'm actually on Team Valium. We're going to take 20 milligrams of Valium. The most high-energy person is going to be the lowest-energy improver ever. <laughs> it's going to be interesting. We'll see what happens. Hey, you guys, put your hands together for your last comedian of the night. We're so excited that he got off work and could be here. He's an amazing human being. Uh, he runs every Tuesday night at the OMG. Uh, he's on that open mic, and his name is Andrew Robats. Yay, Pam Benjamin, everybody. Pam Benjamin working hard and all that sort of stuff. How you guys doing? Doing good. Super rad. Uh, so Frosty was talking about stuff. That was good. Well done, Frosty. <laughs> fucking Frosty. I swear to God, every fucking time Frosty fucking helps me out with his <laughs> si sideline business, it's never good. It's never good. <laughs> 
here's a thought. Uh, you know, like uh, as you do comedy for longer, sometimes no, no one's ever asked, but I'm waiting for someone to ask uh, if I have any advice for younger comics. Uh, don't do meth. <laughs> it's not a good drug. It's a dirty, 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 horrible drug. Actually, you can try it, but always, always wear a condom. That's the only advice I have for people. I, uh, I had to go and get tested because uh, I was having sex with people. That's the fucked up thing about San Francisco. People will have sex with you here. Like in Australia, you say to women, you're like, will you have sex with me? And they're like, no. And here, they're like, yeah, okay. <laughs> and I, <laughs> I was always like taught that that would make you happy if you had sex with a lot of women. You'd be a happy person. Like you'd be a, a like men would admire. Oh, that's kind of, yeah. It's a little homosexual, really. <laughs> it's that I want to fuck a lot of women so that men admire me. <laughs> I have a lot of sex with women. Uh, but I had so much sex with women, I'm like, man, you might have uh, caught something. <laughs> I, did, I, I, just, I didn't care if I catch something, but I didn't want to give it to anyone else. People look at me and they're like, that guy probably doesn't have a sexually transmitted disease. That's what everyone's thinking right now. <laughs> and I just want to live up. You know, it's like stand and deliver. You know, people will rise to the level of expectation. So uh, I went and checked it out and uh, I don't have any diseases. But, uh, frosty. Frosty, frosty. I have been I, a lot of a lot of men have been wanting to have sex with me lately. <laughs> Never before, like even Australia. I went back to Australia and my friend, who I consider a brother, he wanted to have sex with me. He's uh, from South Australia, so that's sort of like the church. That, that was never a penal colony; it was the church place. <laughs> so they like to fuck <laughs> each other's brothers and stuff. <laughs> I'm gonna keep this light <laughs> a bit. But uh, South Australia, it's fucked. It's where the Christians came and really fucking had their way. Um, but I have been thinking about having sex with a man just because it's like San Francisco. You know, it's like you know, it's like going to fucking Disneyland and not shaking hands with Mickey. You know, it's like <laughs> it's like. I just uh, I don't know how my dad's gonna feel about it though. My mom always wanted me to be gay, and I told her I was gay, even though I'm not gay. But just in case I'm gay, I just kind of want to like, you know how like they say uh, movies prepare people for the future. You know they that's a uh, whatever they they say that. So I'm just preparing my mom for that that I'm gay, in case I want to be gay. Frosty. You're as bad as Bruce, my dog. Uh, so, yeah. But, you know, I haven't... You know, I've been fighting a lot of men lately. And I refuse to take it in the bum. <laughs> uh, recently, uh, a woman wanted to have sex with me, but I had to have sex with a dude while I had sex with her. And that was like a paradox. You know what I mean? It's like my favourite thing is to put my penis in a lady's vagina. And my least favourite thing to do is have a man put his penis in my bum. <laughs> so I was like, how do I get around this? But then there's this just like voice in the back of my head saying, Andrew, if you don't take a penis in your bum, you are a faggot. <laughs> <laughs>
You really are. <laughs> so what can I do? I gotta, I gotta take the penis in the bum. So I can uh, use the word faggot without people getting upset. <laughs> That's right, I took it in the bum. That'll be a good day. It's a shame that you can't, yeah, well. That would be good if you could just use words. I said, I said, I said, I said the N-word on stage here once because I thought, you know, free speech. But I'm even more about Americans not wearing each other's faces as masks. So I try not to stir the pot too much in this country because you people don't know where to draw the line and I don't want to stir up some sort of hornet's nest. Because <laughs> Americans, their favourite thing to do is to shoot each other in the face. <laughs> and my whole time here is just about trying to stop that happening. I <laughs> don't... You know, I say if I can stop one American killing one person, it's all worth it. That's, that's, that's my whole... As long as I can stop one murder, it's uh, my time here has not been a waste. Although I did try to get everybody to use uh, bidets, and no one wants to buy into that, so <laughs> fuck it, whatever. But uh, I was thinking about uh, whatever. I think uh, my dad, whatever. He might be upset if I'm gay. I don't think he'll care. He's not my real dad anyway. <laughs> I'll finish on. I'll finish on this. I was thinking about like you know your dad's dick, my dad's dick, because he had a nice. That's another thing. If I take it in the bum, I gotta, like it's not a good ass. I don't have. It's a hairy, dirty. It's not good. It's not a good ass. And I was thinking my fake dad or my real dad because he paid for everything and never tried to fuck me. So that's pretty much a dad, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, he 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 had a nice ass, but it wasn't my biological dad. And I was thinking like, remember when you like. I want to know if my dad's dick was as big as I remember it. Like, <laughs> like, have I got as big a dick as my dad? You know, when I was a kid, I was like, that's a big fucking dick there. <laughs> One day I'll have a dick that big. And I, uh, I don't think I did because my ex-wife left me because my dick wasn't big enough. <laughs> but I was thinking, you know, I could get, you know, you know people are getting sex, sex operations or whatever. I was going to get just... I was hoping maybe I could just get a bigger dick, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like a black dick. I was thinking me and Richard could swap dicks and that could be our gimmick on stage. <laughs> like, because like we could do charity shows, it's like Black Lives Matter, I got a black dick grafted from Richard, swap dicks. <laughs> I want to swap dicks with Richard. That's not gay. <laughs> we got each other's dicks. Anyway... Uh, I guess I'm going to have to ask, uh, but then again, I can't really ask my dad to see his dick now. It's, uh, it's part, yeah, okay. Show me your dick, dad. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Dicks, 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 dicks. I don't think that's it. Dicks, 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 dicks. That's all I fucking think about all day, dicks. Some people are like, Andrew, have you always been a wanker? I'm like, yeah, I have always been. Like when I was a kid, uh, people would say, stop playing with your fucking dick all the time. That's what I've been known as. That's all I've done my whole life. Played with my dick. <laughs> dick. <laughs> That's all. Dicks. Hey, you guys like big dicks? Do you like big dicks? Do you like Andrew Robots? 
can only say one thing in Australian, and that's Andrew Roberts. Barely, and it's terrible. Shrimps on the Barbie and all that shit. Uh, our last community of the night. I'm so excited he's here. Uh, he's been hiding in a bus. That uh, is his bus. Is his house bus. 